0: This conference will now be recorded.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Dominic has joined uh, us again for an important uh, discussion that applies to each of you in the nursing community out there, and and that is we're going to talk about a client that each of you can identify with that came to Dominic. And we're going to explore what those problems were, because we find that uh, the nursing community has some very unique financial challenges. So, Dominic, welcome back.
0: Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me back.
1: So what we find um, in the financial uh, profession, the financial advisory world, is those that are advocates for a certain group, and, and yours happens to be the nursing community. Correct. Always clients that have come uh, to you in some capacity with certain needs that, that are um, unique to this particular um, profession. And so uh, you and I have talked about this individual before. We're not going to share any. Confidential information, obviously. But let's talk about her situation. And uh, I think that'll help others maybe identify that they're not alone out there, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not alone. Uh, So, yes, you're right. Uh, Nurses are my my target market. Uh, I'd say at the last count, clearly, right around 75% of, of all my clients happen to be nurses, both in the federal sector and the private sector as well. And, you know, I'm just going to say that um, I've never met a nurse who wasn't busy, who didn't have a busy life. I mean, these people generally, you know, they're not nine to fivers or eight to fours. They're usually putting in at least an hour or two, sometimes three extra at the end of their day. And um, I I think really, in in addition to that, most of the ones that I do business with have busy lives. You know, they have a spouse, they have a family. Um, I'm gonna to venture to say probably a third, or maybe a little bit less, of the ones I work with, Jeff, have second careers. They have second nursing jobs. That's how dedicated these people are. So, you know, they'll get two pensions, not just not just one pension someday. But getting back to this one individual who uh I really like a lot, and she happens to be one of my favorite people to work with. Uh so You know, she she called me up when she was ready to retire. And uh this is about two years ago. And uh, you know, to my surprise, uh she she had a very robust TSP account. So she had done a really, really good job of putting away you know the proper amount of percentage each pay period. She had done a really good job of selecting the superior or supreme fund to fit her, you know, her age and, and when she was going to be retiring. But, you know, she wasn't aware of all of her full options for her TSP. And she thought that she had to um, leave her TSP at the federal employee when she left there at the federal uh, government. And, uh, you know, either manage it from there, or just take withdrawals, or She was familiar with the annuity portion of the TSP, but not uh, intimately familiar with it. So she thought she basically had two options. One, I leave it here and I just draw on it and I go to the well every month. And we all know what happens when you go to the well too many times in a month. Uh, Eventually the well goes dry, right? Right. So uh, their other option she had was her her annuity um, with the TSP. But she didn't think that was a good option either, because um, in the annuity portion, God forbid, if something happened to her tragically or she you know, passed away, uh, basically the amount that's left over in her TSP or in her annuity, in this instance, uh, would go to the company that manages the annuity for the TSP. So that wasn't a good option as well. So she's kind of she's kind of frantic in the eleventh hour, and what surprised me was that. She waited this long, and I, I I had to be honest with her. I said, "Gee, what, why why did you why did you wait so long? Why didn't you call me six months ago or a year ago or whatever?" And you know her answer was, "You know, I, I've just been really 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 busy," and mm-hmm. uh, you know she was just preoccupied and, and didn't you know, put it last on her list when it really should have, been, you know, after her family and her health, it should have been like third or fourth on her list.
1: Could you for the audience uh, some some listeners are not uh federal nurses um the TSP um in the federal space that's a 401k 403b correct for right. those that state local or nonprofit em- employees
0: yeah. Exactly that's that's the federal government's version of the private sector 401k or 403b they call it the TSP the Thrift Savings Plan
1: Got it okay so she had this last minute decision that um, she reached out. How did she find you, by the way? I'm curious.
0: Uh, she found me through a referral from another nurse. Okay. Yeah. Which is the way that most most people find me. Um, and it's no secret to all the nurses out there um, because, you know, you, you guys are a pretty tight knit network and, you know, lots of them, uh are in the same associations or part of the same union or they socialize outside of work. So uh yeah I'm able to, to get a good deal in my business just through referral by people talking.
1: So also with her uh was she married?
0: She was married, yeah. Yeah, her husband actually uh worked at a, a university.
1: And had he done proper planning? Uh
0: well Fortunately, his university um, had pretty good options. You know, all all company, uh, public or private sector options within your retirement plans are usually somewhat limited, more limited than if you managed it on your own. Um, But yeah, he had a pretty good plan, but honestly, he too didn't really know because he hadn't talked to a financial advisor uh, pretty much ever. Other than the the people who administered his plan, which they don't have a, a vested interest in his retirement or his future, they're not fiduciaries like like I am. they don't necessarily have to act in the in the customer's best interest like I do. so he had a plan as the bottom line, but he didn't really have a thought of what he was going to do with it
1: so she she was just going to start taking withdrawals um, out of the retirement um uh, that was her that was her plan
0: yeah yeah they they both were going to do the same thing their plan was well you know we're, we you know we were just going to withdraw as much as we needed or as little as we needed along the way and and hope the market performs such that we don't run out out of money in retirement so they really didn't have a plan but that was their plan
1: so did you? Point out to them that uh, if there's a market correction and you're just doing these these withdrawals at you know maybe depending on the depending on the market uh, you may be dipping into more principal. Uh, was there some type of analysis that that showed them how long potentially it would be before they ran out of money.
0: Yeah, uh, we we did a we did an analysis for them. We did a riskalyze for them at the time. Okay. Which for those people who are on that are listening to this and aren't familiar, it's uh, basically a, it's a program that we have access to that we run on our computer that um, allows us to basically uh, take your portfolio and through a series of questions, you know, questions and answers we're able to determine what level of risk that you're accustomed to. You know, is it medium? Is it moderate? Is it uh, low risk? And we can can take that information and create a a report for a person that that says, based on what you told us about what level of risk you're comfortable with, if there's a correction in the market, then here's what would happen to your portfolio. And when they saw that, Boy, they got really long faces, Jeff. Right. And, you know, I just pointed out to him that, listen, you know, TSB, 401k, 403b, it doesn't matter. Um, It's all an investment, you know. So investments go up, investments go down. Um, If you're not prepared for a drop in the market, this is what could happen to your portfolio. and, And you could actually run out of money. Is that what you want to do?
1: I think this important question uh, that the audience is probably thinking, and you don't have to give the exact number because I want to keep her confidentiality private, but what was the ballpark figure of what was in her retirement account?
0: Just under a million for both of them
1: okay, so this is the point is that um just under a million for both of them, and yet they still ran a risk prior to working with you of running out of money prior to their death.
0: Yeah, the yes, absolutely. And, and you know, it's largely not only because of that, but actuarially, they're pretty young people. You know, they're in their like mid 60s. I consider that young.
1: Yes, no, and- I, I agree. So, um, wow, so. <laughs>
0: You're going to be in retirement for 30 years possibly,
1: and 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 I think that's that's very important. And you know, we're we're not going to get the solution today. We're you know, we're teeing up um, what the problems are that uh, a lot of you are either in the middle of experiencing or thinking about, or those of you at earlier stages in your career going, well, how much do I have to save? If if those figures aren't enough. But there are ways in planning and there are um there are solutions out there um that can help take that worry of running out of money away and we're going to get into that more but the purpose of today was to talk about uh, number one that you can make mistakes that cost you a lot of money if you don't have a really solid plan to create a steady guaranteed stream of income in retirement. And that's what Dominic's firm does. And number two, you're not alone out there. Okay, you're not alone. And I think a lot of people think, is anybody else in this situation? Because nobody likes to talk about money, right?
0: Uh, Most people are really, really uncomfortable talking about money, yes.
1: And so if you're at dinner with some friends, you're not going to talk about, I got a million dollars in my account, but I don't think it's going to last 15 years. That's not something, it's not something you talk about. But that's what we do. That's what we do. So, um, the bottom line is, uh, they're happy clients now. Correct.
0: Uh, I would say they're, you know, pretty ecstatically euphoric, and they're probably my my best testimonial clients because uh, it's a big difference from where they were headed to where they're headed now.
1: They're very happy. So let's leave this episode here. And uh, this is kind of a tease for everybody, but uh, look for the upcoming episodes as we start to dive into the details of not only this case and the solution, but what the other problems each of you in the nursing community are facing. And we're gonna start getting into the five mistakes nurses make in their financial planning prior to retirement and how to avoid them so we're going to tackle those subjects starting with the next episode and then a future episode we will give you the conclusion and the solution on this nurse and her husband's financial situation because they are one of, uh, one of Dominic's best clients. So, okay. Thanks, Dominic for sharing the story. And, um, next week we're going to finish another episode, get into the five mistakes, correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Jeff, for inviting me on today, and giving me an opportunity to share with everybody in the community. Thanks so much.
1: Well, we're just getting started on this. Uh, There's a lot of interest um, and a lot of needs out there. We want to help this group. So how can, uh, for somebody listening in today, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, My toll-free number
0: that you probably have right at your fingertips, because I'm on another screen right now.
1: You can can reach Dominic at 888-545-8840. And what's your website?
0: Our website is CAIATI, which is spelled C-A-I-A-T-I, so CAIATIfinancial.com.
1: So if you have questions, um, if you are a nurse in the um, public sector and you have a pension, you can also go to publicpensionchecklist.com and request a meeting. And uh, we'll connect you to Dominic, or you can put questions on that website also. So, all right, this concludes our um, case study session today. Uh, Look for the next episode as we talk about the five mistakes uh, nurses make in financial planning and how to avoid them. So we look forward to um, having each of you join us on the next session. And please pass the podcast channel and subscription out to others in the community that you think would benefit by receiving this financial information so thanks again and we'll see you soon